welcome to the podcast. Every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Well, hello, and welcome to the Leadership Podcast. Every once in a while on these podcasts, I share with you something that has been really causing me to think deeply, a resource. And what I want to share with you today is whet your appetite for a book that my colleague and dear friend, a person I love dearly and trust with my life, Frank Crockett, uh, shared with me, and it was so timely. I mentioned in the last podcast, we have been in the process since March of slogging through the six questions Patrick Lencioni asks in his book, The Advantage. If you want to build a healthy culture, number one, you have to ask, why do we exist? Number two, you ask, how do we behave? What are we willing to not be tolerant of? Your core values Number three, what do we do? Number four, how will we succeed? Number five, what is important right now? Number six, who who must do what? And uh, we've been just slogging through those questions. I mean, we, we are literally now just to question four on that. But in that process, and this is one of the ways I've seen God work in my life is 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 a lot of times these right resources come at the right time. And Frank and I were having a conversation last week, and he said, "Charlie, you got to read this book by Jeff Henderson, who used to be with Chick Fil A. He used to be with North Point Ministries with Andy Stanley, and he's now a consultant and a speaker. But Jeff Henderson's written a book called Four, and it's a very quick read. He begins the book." by talking about a conversation that changed his life. He was taking his boss's boss's boss to the airport. Well, that boss's boss's boss happened to be Truett Cathy, the founder of Chick-fil-A. And he said, this car ride changed his life. Changed his life. He said, as I'm, uh, you know, knowing that I'm going to take Mr. Kathy or Mr. Truett Kathy to the airport, he said, hands on the wheel, two, two, two o'clock and 10 o'clock positions. He was pretty nervous about it. But as he did that with his eyes on the road, hands at 10 and two, trying to be attentive, he realized he was engaged in a conversation that would change his life. And he said, what what surprised me about the conversation with Mr. Kathy was the content of the conversation. As he's thinking about, oh my gosh, here's here's the boss. Here's the guy I obviously work for. Uh, we're going to talk about chicken. We're going to talk about chicken sandwiches. And he said, that's not what we talked about. On the drive to the airport, the conversation started with, how are you doing? How are you doing? We didn't talk about the business. Mr. Kathy asked me how my wife, Wendy, and our kids were doing. He asked me about my mom and dad. We talked about parenting. We talked about what it takes to be a great husband. We talked about things of permanence. He said, as I noticed, I was driving slower because I didn't want this conversation to end. And uh, 
we talk about significant events around here. A lot of times significant events are things we planned, a meeting, a conference, a mission trip. But so often, significant events are those unsuspecting moments that become unforgettable events. And these events that are significant often are surprising events. And this happened with his ride with Truett Cathy. He said, the questions that Truett Cathy was asking me and his willingness to listen sowed a seed in me. He said, at that moment, I realized that Truett Cathy was for me. He was more interested in what he could do for me than in what I could do for him. And something got lit. Something dawned in me. This was the counterintuitive process he used, had used to grow his business He was more interested in the business of growing people than he was in people growing the business. And that's why his business grew. And oh, by the way, you only have to be at Chick-fil-A for five minutes to know that they embody these values. That when you are for the people in and around your business, the people in and around your business become for you. Now, this may sound like, oh, this is just so, you know, this is altruism off the charts. But it really is the way of the present and the future. In an era when there's such a depersonalization, let's be honest, in an era when we're leading in a mean culture, a culture where people say things via social media they would never say to people's faces, but they still have the same effect, it is more critical than ever that we value people, that people know we are for you. And right now, you know, maybe you're going, maybe you've had a tough year. Maybe sales haven't been great. Maybe there's not uh, the clicking of the flywheel of momentum happening with your team. Uh, if you fear, like I do, I, I, I will confess a fear in an era when nearly a thousand churches in America will close their doors, in an era for us where it is harder to build a prevailing church than it's ever been. If you have a, a, a decreasing participation in your nonprofit, if you personally are not experiencing the growth you want to have happen, I would recommend Jeff Henderson's book, Four. Because Four is about, yeah, growing the business, but it's more about growing the people that grow your business, and especially you. Growing, improving organizations in this era are full of growing, improving people. Growth is a non-negotiable, by the way. Without growth, there's death. That, that's the he- healthy things grow. Healthy things are, are reinventing. Healthy things, cellular reinvention, cellular regeneration is the sign of life. Unhealthy things don't regenerate. And so the key is contained in that conversation that Jeff Henderson had with Truett Cathy. The secret that he talks about in the book four is in two questions he asks. He says, if you want to grow your business or your nonprofit, the answer to the two questions he asks in this book must match. When the team of any organization understands these two questions and what their roles are, are to make them match, momentum is bound to follow. It's not easy, but it is simple. 
And he writes, this is going to require all of us to rethink our business approach. Businesses can make a profit and improve the world, but our approach to marketing, our approach to messaging needs to change. Instead of shouting about how great the business is, we have to talk about how great our customers are and engage with them about their life. So far less conversation should happen about the business. Far more conversation should happen about the customer. How are you? What are your dreams, your hopes? How can we help you? He says, if this sounds obvious, trust me, it's not. And anybody who's been engaged in leadership for five minutes knows that that's the case. But I challenge you to read this book to answer the two questions that I'm not going to share here because I want you to read the book and allow it to challenge you. For me, it has reinvigorated, for example, I am going in 2020 to achieve getting answers out of people by asking questions, like literally using our weekend gatherings at our church to ask questions. What are your dreams? What are your hopes? What are your struggles? We're launching an initiative in 2020 called City Lights, in which we're using a City Lights app that we've developed to simply ask the question, what do we need to pray for you this week? What do you need help with? And this book has has just given me a bull rush intention to I am not going to settle for guessing what people's hopes, dreams, and struggles are. I want to hear them say it. I want to see uh, what they say, hear what they say of what their struggles are. And so Jeff Henderson talks about that. He talks about the necessity of knowing that the customer knows we are for them, that the team knows we are for them, that the community knows we are for them, and that you know we are for you. We are for you. And that at the end of the day, nobody is unclear about who and what we are for. So hopefully in 2020, you will drive slow and keep your hands on the wheel at 10 and 2, Keep your eyes on the road, but listen to your customer. Listen to your team. Listen to the sounds of your soul, and and together we'll grow. I hope this podcast blesses you as the book four has blessed me. I'm going to read it again. It's a quick read, but thank you, Frank, for presenting it for such a time as this. Because as we clarify who and what we are for as an organization in 2020, we're better because of it. Until next time on the Leadership Podcast, this is Charlie McMahon. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life, and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, Subscribe and spread the word, and I will talk to you next week.